Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. I'm Jackie. Survivor Cast International is filmed before a live studio audience. Oh, look, listen, Jackie, our live studio audience is cheering. They're calling out the names of their favorite New York players. Huh. Patrick. Thank you for not just yelling. Uh, Male names. Mosca, Mosca, (laughs) Mosca. So I did have to start with the Seinfeld theme at the top of the pod. Seinfeld. Yeah, the Jeffrey Propsfeld theme at the top of the pod. If only because the wonderful music of Jonathan Wolf, the composer behind Seinfeld, is now available on Spotify. So go and listen to all your favorite Seinfeld tracks. Yeah, that's cool. I'm really glad that that's how our Survivors podcast started. (laughs) I enjoyed the song. (laughs) I'm making fun of your plug for a totally different thing. I had to shout them out. but (laughs) But there is lots of other... We are talking survivor new york vets versus contenders episode number six do i look like a manipulator do i look like a manipulator i mean when you say it like that yeah (laughs) yours was better you sounded real sad in yours i mean i was sad like a manipulator would right but then I told you about all the new follows we have on our Instagram page. Oh, you've got some top of the pod. Fucking Dresden, yes. Kai, yes. Billy, Alejandro, and the one and only Jeffrey Probesfeld. Wonderful. Chris all Lord now himself. Follow up the Lord. Our Lord. Christopher. Chris Lord. Jeffrey Probesfeld. <laughs> now follow Hopefully that's not creepy. <laughs> It is, but that's okay. We do have some friends that follow us on Twitter as well. I'm not going to shout you all out. You know who you are. And if you're not one of those cool New York babies following us on social media, jump on the bandwagon. It's a good place to be. Other top of the pod things to address. I wanted to give a quick shout out to another Survivor podcast. Yep. Created by... Naomi Calhoun. Yeah. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. And the good thing, you know, I saw a review of her podcast recently that pointed out the great thing that it's not just another Survivor recap pod. Because, God, who needs another one of those? Like us losers. <laughs> it is a, it's um, it's more of a concept podcast where I think you talk about what you would like to change about Survivor, I think mm. is the concept. So go give that a listen, most definitely. Love that. And I'm going to use that segue. There's some exciting news in the LRG community this week, Jackie. What's happening? Naomi, whom I was just speaking about. Yeah, double Naomi news? Yeah, double Naomi news. She had the scoop that her friend, acquaintance, uh, fellow LRG community member, Claire who is the co-creator of Survivor at the University of Michigan, What is going to be on the new season of Big Brother. Not fan-made Big Brother, not Big Brother 
Pacific Canada. Northwest or Big Brother on Liberty University campus, you know. But like legit Big Brother. Legit CBS Big Brother. That's like as exciting as when I told you that girl that I was in a high school class with is the new Bachelorette. And you know what? I'm excited for Claire. But then I saw this photo and I got really excited. Because here's a photo of Claire playing a game that Naomi was involved in in May. So there's Claire. Well, who's that? Is that Billy? Is that Billy? But you know who that is? Ah, uh, Davy. Davy with the two Y's. And then my the wheel started to turn. Claire was playing this LRG in May, and now she's on Big Brother. What? Making it so plausible that one day I'm going to turn on my TV and see Davy and both of his Y's on the island, on CBS Survivor. Please. On the circle, on MasterChef. My goodness. On the Amazing Race. All of the things. I just want there to be one on cycle Fox. on The Bachelor. <laughs> on um, what other reality shows do we want to see Davey on? Uh, making it. Making it. Yes. On Skin uh, Wars. Skin Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Davey doing some body paint. RuPaul's paints. Drag Race. Yes, all of them. Okay. Um, cops. No. That's uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't want to see him as a cop or being arrested. Mm-mm. I don't think cops is on the air anymore. Burn him down. I'm not aware of that reality show. Burn him down. Is it some type of fire <laughs> challenge? Um, I do want to see him on Love that, Island or something. That like uh, that knife. I want him to go real obscure. He's on Ice Road Truckers. He's on Deadliest Catch for a season. Nicole Byers Cake Show. Oh, nailed it. Yes. Yes. I mean, he should just co-host Nailed It with Nicole Byer. That would be amazing. The energy. Maybe with two wise. He'd be en- entered that way every time he gets into anything. And now, Davy with the two wise, baby. No. The big bopper no, that comes was back. Scary. Didn't like that. <laughs> I just found myself doing a Babies big, are crying in I the corner. I found myself doing a big bopper impression and had to keep going with it. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, anything else at the top of the pod? I wanted to shout out one more thing. We got some hat info. Yes. From the man himself, Mr. Propsfeld. Fucking love it. God, what was that hat? It's apparently just a basic survivor hat that says like outwit, outlast, outplay on the inner brim. Right? No, it says something else on the inner brim. Hmm. Something more meaningful. Told me that I forgot. I'm (laughs) flubbing it on air. Flubbed. Flubbed. I think it says, uh, you will be survivor. Just the lyrics to the, the Seinfeld theme song. I am so Survivor. I'm gonna make Yeah, those it. are the lyrics to the Seinfeld theme song. <laughs> no, it just says like boom, 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 boom. How do you spell those? Um, B O O M hyphen D A boom, boom, hyphen B U M. I mean, do you want me to keep going? Nope, nope. That was great. <laughs> Thank you. Fantastic. So that is all of my news at the top of the pod, except you know. One more thing. We are recording this on Monday, the 5th, 4th of July observed. We're a little bit behind with just the long weekend and insanity of the week. It feels fitting that we're closing out our holiday weekend with our coverage of the most American of cities. Oh, fuck yes. The greatest state in the U.S., New York. So happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of a lie. Happy 4th of a lie. Happy rebranding of Colonialism Day. And yeah, just glad to be spending 
The only good thing about the 4th of July is extra time to watch our LRG friends. That's not even true because you worked a full shift today. They even took away your lunch. <laughs> they took my lunch away. They took away your lunch. The horrors of capitalism. Fuck them. Stealing my lunch. Yeah. Yeah. I spent the whole day having to process horrible Enbridge pipeline tickets. That's it's my cool. nightmare. It's not cool. It's not. It's fucking awful. Stop line three. You need to call whoever is protesting and let them know where you dropped all those tickets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's not talk about it on the pod. My <laughs> subverting the Enbridge pipeline through information I gleam at work is something I'm definitely not doing. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> but if you need to know the location of any Enbridge pipelines to damage or halt their work, I Get might know a little bird who can whisper in your ear. Get at the pod. Get at the pod. All right. So with that, let's dive right into Lenape. Episode number six. Do I look like a manipulator? Jackie, did you catch at any point in the app who had the titular episode title moment? Pretty sure. I do remember the moment it happening. They were talking as like a little trio in this opening section. Oh, is it that early? Yeah, it is really early. Um, so... But it, I don't remember. Liska who. went home last episode. Yeah. And I think I've I've got the name down, right? Liska. Are you fucking kidding me? No, it's Liska. Uh, Liska. The problem is I have it in my notes. And I'm, this isn't a bit. Like L-I-H-S-K-U-H. Liska. I, why do I always think it's Liska? Because you're insane. Liska. Liska. Well, okay. Liska. We got the, the Davy gagged moment right at the top fucking gagged jeez that was hard so much um just like reacting to last week's tribal at the top of the episode and it gave me like we often do point out that there's no recap in survivor new york mm-hmm. but i had the thought that these post tribal reaction space that we're always given it is kind of the recap the last episode it is it, it really is it's like because it always ends on a tribal and then gets those reactions to start the next, which is a total great way to do a recap. I love it. Works really well. I commend them for it. Keeps it to a sweet 37 minutes, which uh, we like here over at Survivor Cast International. Mostly because, like, I mean, there's just no bloat. It's, a, it's such a trim, lean episode where I'm just, <sighs> it's action, action. I'm engaged the whole time. There's no point where I'm, like, feeling. I mean, it, it flies by. No saltless potatoes. No undercooked veggies. We are fully meat when we are Survivor New York. No saltless potatoes. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, I wish every episode of Survivor New York started with Davey recapping oh my God. what happened last week. Oh my God. I love Davey. He like in this moment, it was like, I was hang dry like beef like they no, left no, no. me that's dresden not Davey. oh yeah yeah yeah. sorry i was loving on dresden you're slightly dresden. further ahead of me i know yes but dresden feeling good at the top not feeling like beef jerky no feeling like a steak feeling like a sirloin a new york strip really wanted him to end on a filet mignon Oh, I know. I'm like Dresden. You're you're Wagyu beef. You're oh. you're one of a kind and very fancy. You've been rubbed. Maybe that's not what Wagyu means. No, <laughs> that's not the cows that you rub. I mean, maybe so they're... that they're like super tender from Japan <laughs> Wagyu, or something. It, they are. It just means from Japan. 
like nothing more than that. Just from Japan. That's all it means. Okay. But I'm pretty sure that they like massage their, massage cows. their cows. I mean, I'm, I think it's very possible. Yeah. Dresden's been rubbed out. <laughs> no, don't know. <laughs> Sorry about that one. But yeah, um, speaking of Dresden being rubbed out, he's feeling good at the top of the pod. <laughs> not going to hang dry like beef jerky. He's not going anywhere, he nope. says. He's here to stay. He's loving the move that he and Paddock made. Yes, which aren't we all? Aren't we all just loving the move that both him and Paddock pulled out their idols, saved themselves with two votes, sent Emily packing? Anyone who's like any frustration or worry, it's all couched and very much secondary to like what a crazy move, what a mm-hmm. insane blind side. They like there's lots of praise mixed in with like the shock and the gagness and the the worry of what's going to happen next. But praise also then feeds worry, right? I feel that very strongly of like you know, now they're really going to be scrambling and looking for something to do. Like how do we And they make that comment too. I mean, Paddock is also feeling good and rightly so kind of feeling herself and I I like that moment of Paddock like I I pulled it off. I I found an idol and I saved myself. And you can tell just really enjoying getting that experience, kind of that that survivor bucket moment, finding an idol, successfully playing it. Gonna be the only Emily left on this island. That's right. Reclaimed. No longer Paddock. No longer Chaddock. No longer Chasden. Sweetfish. I think we dubbed them at some point. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> now Emily. Now. The reigning Emily. It's the Highlander episode. There yes. can be only one. I loved it. The other Emily, like, I don't know, banished to the, the mirror zone or like, you know, some type of anti-zone. The nether sphere. <laughs> some anti-zone. <laughs> Love that. Um, probably just to like. Home. Home. <laughs> or if, if she's staying for the weekend, her own tent. And a shower. Are you telling me food? that Jeffrey Probstall doesn't like rip a tear in the fabric of reality and banish you to the anti-zone if you get voted off? No, I'm sure they can stay and help out. Oh, okay. I thought that was going on for some reason. <laughs> um, What else is going on at the top of the pod here? Um... Dresden is worried about Kyle and his charming ways and just, you know... Feeling like Kyle was at his throat pre-tribal and buddy-buddy post-tribal. And yeah, Kyle is in Dresden's crosshairs. Do you have any notes about Alejandro's reaction here? Because I just have Alejandro's vote reaction, ellipses, laughy face. So I'm not exactly sure. I think he was just like really like. Well, he's shocked that Emily is gone. Yes. And he does make the comment that it's funny that some people, I believe it's Kyle and somebody talk later in the episode of Alejandro kind of being their shield. And then in this moment, Alejandro mentions that Emily was kind of his shield and just that, um, he respects the move made by Paddock and Emily or Paddock and Emily by Paddock, Emily and Dresden. Just kidding, because Paddock and Emily are the same person. Yes, uh, and they voted which out is Emily. confusing because there's the Emily they voted off. So yes. it's a, a real misspeak. She there. didn't work with them. She didn't want to go home. <laughs> Paddock has enough flair for two people, but <laughs> she needs two names. 
he respects the move made by them, but like, oh, they're they're fighting like it's on, you know, they're here to play. And my takeaway was like, it's war. Yeah, like I'm full out just going for it now. Well, and Andrea makes this point, and this is kind of like segueing slightly, but like, and it's brought up, this thread is brought up and sewn throughout the episode, but it's brought up here by Andrea of noticing that all five votes, all fucking five votes are girls, are women. Have all been women. So like something that like I didn't clock whatsoever. I'm usually on it. Why did I Comple- not notice? I know, it? I was surprised. Like your are our eye in the sky for that type of thing. Too many survivors. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all five all five votes that have been voted out have been women. And Andrea's like, I don't want to vote out Paddock just for the fact that there are only four women left. Which like, I I respect. I'm totally yeah. into that. And I do love that. It's like they all become aware of it in this episode and are like, well, fuck that. Let's do what we can about that situation. That's maybe my favorite thread kind of sprinkled throughout this episode is each of them. I mean, I don't think they're like necessarily coming to that realization during their talking head, but just that independently coming up between all of them. Absolutely. And then even so, like Kai and Sarah talking about it. Now, this is, like, way late in the episode, but just the idea of, like, all four of these girls right now are all four of these women. I don't know why I'm calling them girls. Sorry. All four of these women have a group that's not much connected. Like, Mm -hmm. none of them are in a conjoining alliance. Which is funny because when you mentioned that when we were watching it, I'm like, oh, man. That means that they're all divided and it's going to, they're going to be picked off one by one. But you had the very keen observation of, well, no, that just means they can sow so much chaos and discord and be telling each other what's going on. And well, and it's just like, oh, we want to get someone gone from Paddock's group. How can we target it towards Dresden? I mean, I don't want Dresden gone, but Dresden instead of Paddock. How do we target like. Between Alejandro the four of them, of they, Sarah, have, they yeah. have a lot of cachet between all the disparate groups that they can hopefully start to kind of guide things here. So that these women are able to shake shake some of these fellas out of here before it's picked up on. And hopefully they'll have enough power by that point that it won't fucking matter. That's be, my hope. I'd be down for a ladies Top four. coalition kind of like turning the tide. Mm-hmm. If only because only women being voted out. Oh, it just, yeah. It'd be a fun turnaround for the second half of the season. I agree. Um, I did not feel that way until they pointed that out. No, I'm like, no. Fucking girl power all the way. <laughs> Fuck the men. Totally hey, gonna win. You got me. Fuck the men. I'm on board. You know, I mean, well, <laughs> not. <laughs> Uh, anything else before we hop into our challenge? Just that, um, speaking of Andrea, I do enjoy the Kyle-Andrea dynamic. It's kind of the the Kai and Kyle after the shuffle going on. I bet on. Kai felt like he was cheating on her. You're so <laughs> ridiculous with that. They're like brother and sister, Jackie. They're the Wonder Twins. Eh. I do agree with Dresden that Kyle is someone to watch out for. He is very charming. He does a great job ingratiating himself and like finding people to make strong alliances with. He's so pale that he really 
pops in these nighttime shots. Yeah, we're watching the episode and Jackie's like, is it weird to say that Kyle looks really good in the dark? And I'm like, well, are you saying that he looks better when you can see less of him? No, no. That pale skin. That pale skin just really popping right now. (laughs) I guess it's fine. That's not offensive, right? As an extremely pale man, I... You look good in the dark. Thank you. Hey, they all look the same in the dark, right? Benjamin Franklin? No. Um, But to me, Kyle is the Rainier from Survivor South Ah. Africa of this season. He's making the connections he needs to make. He's observing. He's he always knows what's going on. Very smart, very strategic while not being and like he's he's just staying middle of the pack right now and just playing very cool. I've got my eyes on Kyle, excited to see where he goes. Yeah. So jumping into just um Night Challenge? Yeah, the immunity. Love it. Love okay. It's mostly, I mean, it must be because it's a shortened four-day weekend, right? Yeah. yeah. The need for night challenges. Love night challenges. Fucking love it. Why are night challenges not a major thing in Survivor? Should absolutely happen on mainline Survivor more often. Wake those fuckers up in the middle of the night and rouse them out of their tents. Shake them out of their little tree huts. Yeah, the the classic Survivor tree hut that they usually build. I mean, is (laughs) it? Why don't they build tree huts? (laughs) I mean, they build a little house out of bamboo and tree. Yeah, I guess when I when you say tree hut, I imagine something in the tree. Like You're thinking tree. like Swiss Family Robinson. Exactly. I was about oh, to say, yeah. ring up their monkey butler and have them wake them. And that's that's why survival movies. Why mm. have we not done a fucking spinoff thing on survival movies? Are you asking me why have we done a, a series? Covering Whoopi Goldberg movies and then a series covering wedding movies. On and then su- a series on- of back to school <laughs> movies. To school on our Survivor podcast. But no of sur- survival movies? Because we're bad at podcasting, okay? <laughs> All right, real quick. We're going to take a break before we talk immunity. Okay. Before we do that, what are some of your favorite Survivor movies that you'd want to talk? I mean... I mean, I don't know if I... I mean, Swiss Family Robinson. I love that movie as a kid. Swiss Family Robinson. Classic. I've never seen it, but I'm highly aware of it. What? Um, Cast I mean, Away with yes. Tom Hanks. Uh, Snakes on a Plane. Have you ever seen that no, movie? No, I, but I feel like you'd have to survive that, it. right? Okay. So we're talking like really broad. <laughs> no, no. It should be like survival on an island. Yeah. Or like... What about surviving the game where ice... T, I believe, is a homeless guy and rich people capture him and then tell him that they're going to take him hunting and then start hunting him. I was going to ask, is the Hunger Games a survival game? Oh, man. It, I mean, shit can go crazy. There's a there's like some Anthony Hopkins there's some... in Alaska survival movie. There's definitely some like major horror movies oh, where yeah. it's like, I was okay. Lord of the Fly, like. Lord, oh my class! Have you ever read or seen Lord of the Flies? I've never seen it. Heartbreaking, but you've read it. Yeah, when I was in like high school, they fucking crush Piggy with that rock. They crush Piggy to death with that rock. I mean, crazy survival movies we could watch. Yes, well, maybe we'll do a Survivor series movie podcast. Maybe that's next. No, every spring break has to be Whoopi Week. Yes, every spring break we stand the queen of the pod, Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Until know. we've seen every Whoopi movie, oh we God. will not do a Survivor series. Oh, Jesus. 
Okay. Just because you brought up horror movies real quick. With this theme of women being voted out and only women, it got my mind on like final girls and, you know, like the last girl of alive in a horror movie. Okay. I just want you to, if one of the girls is going to be the Jamie Lee Curtis-esque surviving the night, Michael Myers is trying to get me and I'm going to live, who would be the final girl? Paddock. Okay, love it. And you don't have to answer now. You can answer at the end of the pod. What men correlate to what serial killers or movie monsters? I couldn't tell you. I don't know enough. Okay. Serial killers or movie monsters. (laughs) Like, um, Dresden is... Dracula. Yeah, Dresden's Dracula. Do we got like a creature from the Black Lagoon or Freddy Krueger or Michael Myers or Jason in there? No, no one's that scary. No. No, they're all too. Just Dresden's Dracula. Because he's charming and European. Yeah, exactly. Frankfurt, Paris. Dresden. Dracula. <laughs> Transylvania, Vienna. All right, well, let's give these Dresden. people a break from us, and we will be right back with the challenge. Welcome back to the pod. We're talking immunity challenge. At night. Just with some more sweet, sweet Jonathan Wolf Seinfeld music. This is uh, Kramer at the Bachelor auction. Is that exactly how Kramer danced? Probably. Some real good, like, just 90s elevator music going on there. Loving it. Okay. So, as Jeffrey Probstfeld is describing what the immunity challenge is, you can hear a train in the background. Choo, choo, hashtag. Choo, choo. CNU recently did this challenge. Or like something, a very, very similar variation on it, where instead of a weighted op. So the challenge is that a member from each tribe meet in the Pentagon, in the circle, they, they square off. They have a platform. In this iteration, they have a weighted object on that platform. You're trying to knock it off before yours falls off. And you're holding said platform. Yes, you're holding on. It's like uh, it's a wooden stick handle with just a, a flat top. Now, question. Well, you were talking CNU, though. Yeah, that's what I'm circling back to. CNU used cups of water. Mm-hmm. With current water scarcity (laughs) do you feel like it was isn't it a moral outrage that they would waste (laughs) that water i mean like well come on like (laughs) if you are going to start policing water scarcity on that level oh boy i've got a nightmare (laughs) once you can walk and leave this room you're gonna be cracking down on me left and right i hear people aren't even wearing masks in the grocery stores anymore i was brushing my teeth this morning and you know it's like 5 a.m and i realized that i just let left the water running the whole time i'm brushing what and i had this flashback to myself as a child thinking people like that are just psychopaths right but 
I realize it's just like, oh, just that ambient noise when I'm like half asleep. It's just kind of soothing. And I think that's maybe why people do it. And then I quickly turned it off. Well, good, because. So you're going to write me a, a ticket, Mr. Yes, Water Officer. But not on paper, because that would also be wasteful of our tree resources. I love it. That help clean our oxygen, which is too heavily <laughs> polluted. Yes. So boom. Hey, we're a green pod. We have zero <laughs> carbon footprint. Here at Survivor Cast International. Talking about carbon. No, not going <laughs> We're a green pod. Moving on. <laughs> uh, okay. So. But, okay. So, but water scarcity questions aside, do you think it's significantly harder if you have a cup of water rather than a weighted object? Or that it just, it changes the game, I think. It changes quite a the bit. game because it's no longer what hits first, which is what it turned out to be here on New York, what what hits the ground first, but it's what water you see spill first. Well, and also it becomes so much more of balance your own. Yeah. Balancing water. my own thing and not moving too quickly or coming at you too quickly or else I'm just going to drop my own water and lose before I get to you. Yes. I prefer the weighted object over the cup of water. Wakes it, wakes it, makes it way more fun to watch. I completely agree. Um. So round one. No cheer. Sorry. Hiccup. I noticed no cheering because it's nighttime. Oh. There was like a woo at one point, and he's like, shh, no cheering. No cheering at nighttime. Hashtag no fanfare nighttime. <laughs> um, so round one is Davey versus TJ. And TJ just makes an insane move here. And I'm so surprised that no other players make it after that. I wonder if there's like a cut scene of like, yeah, we're not going to do that move. This counts for this point, but like I could I could see that maybe being something you want to do. It's also like it's calculated. It's a bit of a risky move because if you don't do it correctly, you're just going to get yourself out. And so you what does imagine, he do, Cody? What does he do? Well, the move that he does is he throws his object into the air trying to buy himself enough time to then knock Davies before his hit, hits the ground. It, it, it works. It pays off. I will say the editing is like real just like crazy tight and fast here where yeah. it's, it's just one of those moments where rightly so it's not edited for me to be like taking notes and <laughs> it's like, Oh, I should just be watching this and enjoying like the fast cut nature of it and getting caught up in that. Cause it does become exciting. And I did do that, but, uh, and you cheered and then also got shushed. Yes. <laughs> By Je he, Jeffrey Probstel turned and made eye contact with me. Hey, Cody, Shh, quiet down. It was terrifying. Yeah, I mean, if I had seen that and you were not just hallucinating, it would be what? terrifying too. <laughs> I uh, rewound <laughs> it and it didn't happen. I, I, I played it backwards and it happened even faster. <laughs> I played it backwards and it happened twice. Shh, shh, shh up. <laughs> the whole episode was just that. <laughs> I see it when I close my eyes. Murder. Round, round two. Yeah. Whenever I close my eyes, I just see Jeffrey Promsfeld saying murder over and over. And pointing at me <laughs> pointing at with you. blood dripping off his hand. Jeffrey, what are you trying to tell me? Am I murdering you or are you murdering me? Should I murder Jackie? <laughs> God. Oh, um, Why am I? I can't get away. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. This would be awful if you were like poisoned, like brainwashed and started trying to mm. kill me in the middle of the night. The broke. What would I do with a broken leg? I'd just be dead. You would be successful in murdering me. 
Yeah, me trying to murder you is no fun, but what horror situation could we plop you into with a broken leg? I mean, there's like the the rear window Hitchcock, um, Jimmy Stewart classic that we talked about where he observes some a murder going on. Yeah, if like our neighbor across the street watched you prepping to kill me when I was sleeping. Or Why something. am I killing you and all? Oh, because you already brought this up. As no, no, no. you're it's the like, one who t- said that. I fall down the stairs and snap my neck, and then like a zombie apocalypse kicks off at the same time, or something. Oh. Or like I don't know. And then you turn into a zombie. You have a broken leg, and we go away. And we don't have any cell service and we get snowed in and then I slip and snap my neck. And then it's like you have a broken leg and you're isolated and alone and you're going to like starve to death. And there's wolves like scratching at the door and they're going to come get you. Could you defend yourself from a pack of wolves trying to eat you with a broken leg? No. Werewolves? No. Zombie werewolves? No. 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 All right. Okay. Next round (laughs) is Billy versus Kyle. Billy takes the cake. Round three, Paddock versus question mark. I could not make out who Paddock is because this is when the editing like really with night challenges. Yes. They're not doing like they're not stating who's against who at the the start of each round. And that's fine because it's just, you know, that's not the intention of how they're portraying this and i do come to appreciate like the fast nature of it but yes so quickly at this point that i i don't even know who paddock is against no but paddock wins right and then i think round four is kai versus paddock again like i think paddock is in the next oh, round I don't as think well it was paddock though is it sarah maybe no because kai and sarah i think are on the same team is it kai versus what's the kai? other girl with paddock there's paddock uh andrea. It's andrea andrea was andrea. in there okay somewhere Dresden scores a point at some point. Love that. Um, and then we have Alejandro. Um, when he's up, he's just like, he's like a fencer. I have a note oh. that he's just like, he's like a snake ready to strike. I love that visual. So then, and speaking of Alejandro in this last, I think it's the last round. It's definitely the last round. It's Alejandro up against TJ. And they end up like smacking heads somehow. You get a, a slow motion replay. Pretty rough. Cause I mean, we see TJ a while later and he's got like a bruise forming on his like. I mean, I can imagine if, if you're just fully in the moment and you're just going for it and you're kind of like darting at each other to get this object and your heads collide. Amazingly, Alejandro does manage to keep his upright and knock TJ's off. Scoring the winning point. Sending Algonquin to tribal. But what? what's so fun that it was four people writing away for Algonquin. Yes. Then for the winning point, it comes boom, 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 boom. So good. Lenape just like taking it out. Love when that happens. Love a, someone comeback. making a comeback. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell if Alejandro if like it was part of the cloth or if he was bleeding, but it... I think it was like a red flower. Okay, okay. On like, the... For a moment, I'm like, holy shit, he like really like cracked his head open. I thought that at first too, but then as we see TJ sets his ice pack down at tribal. And you can see and you can see the flower pattern. Okay. So post so it is mostly Algonquin. I think it's all Algonquin. It's all Algonquin from this point. Billy and Bennett kind of teaming up here. The bros. But Bennett says that he wants Jack out, where Billy says he wants Matt out. 
yeah, lots of talk of like separating. There's just so much cascading, uh, you know, so much action going on here as far as strategizing and people talking and things are moving. So many moving pieces going on. I've dubbed it the Algonquin shit show. The Algonquin shit show. And apparently this is like 10 minutes. You know, this is. Yes. 10 minutes post-immunity, pre-tribal of just scrambling madness. Which takes up over 10, I think, like, around or over 10 minutes of time of the episode. Oh, so wow. it's fun that you know that, like, we're seeing it. Like, there are almost... two different conversations happening. We get a shot of this conversation, and we get a shot of this conversation, and then we get, like, You're getting, the like, intermingling and, like... Not in real time, but almost, like, not far yeah. off from it, right? You're seeing probably most of their deliberating yeah that's a great point jackie that that's really i i didn't quite frame that in my head that way that you are seeing a majority of it and what a benefit of watching an lrg so cool the night challenge just these little things that um are unique that you would never get to you know dive into it on that level with cbs survivor absolutely jeff probes is never going to tell me what his hat says <laughs> So, does he wear hats? I don't think Jeff Probst is a hat wearing man. He always wears. Is a he hat. always He's wearing always a hat? Wearing, he he oh, wears a hat man. so often, you just think it's his head now. I guess. Yeah, I guess I'm picturing like brown hair, thinking like this. I don't know. Okay. Sweepy. I don't. I can't even picture him anymore. Since we're now in hat corner, two things, Sarah. You know, I got it from the host. Now I'm looking at you. What's that hat, my friend? Hashtag What's that hat? What's that hat, girl? Tell me what that hat all about that hat um and then also i didn't mention it on our survivor south africa coverage but nico the host of survivor south africa he's just wearing that hat way too high on his head this latest episode I had to get that out hat corner i'm never paying attention to anyone's hats <laughs> i'm it's what i it's it's what i pay the most attention to <laughs> And now you know what's wrong with our podcast. <laughs> I never pay attention to hats. Cody only pays attention to hats. This is what we end up with in the middle. <laughs> A perfect podcast. Um, our best episode. Matt is just really, really working here. You know, I think he is, he's doing that thing where he's not even like trying to survive. I don't think he's necessarily like worried that he's going to be voted off, but he's just trying so hard to, shape who's gonna go home he's pushing like i think that is his ultimate like issue here is he is pushing he's, his agenda so hard yeah. that it really rubs some people the wrong way especially because i feel like both bennett and billy feel like they are like the we are the alpha males matt jack you are the beta males and matt trying to push his agenda makes Bennett go like, mm, maybe I can get rid of you. Maybe I don't want you around. Or like, yeah, maybe maybe you're more of a threat than I thought. Mm -hmm. You know, here you are starting to make moves, starting to, you know, set the wind in the direction you want it to be. Bennett does have this thing where he he's talking to Sarah and somebody else, and he's just talking about how, like, Kai. how Matt comes up to him and like strategizes too loudly and stuff mm -hmm. kind of just an interesting moment of like oh i feel bad but like this just isn't working like it's just his dynamic of playing isn't fitting with my dynamic and 
Can I say that I'm pretty sure he comes up and says that to the two ladies right after yeah. Kai gets done saying 100%. us girls stick together to the end. And I'm like, in my notes, I really hope Bennett didn't just hear them say that. And then he comes over and talks about people strategizing too loudly. It's oh. like, Bennett, are you oh. like dropping that you heard them say girls to the end? I would almost think that or... Bennett is Bennett a confidant that could be allowed into that situation or not at all. No. If Bennett he would he start to he's too smart. He's, he's too, too smart and he is ultimately wanting more men at the end. I feel like most people want their gen like I feel like most guys want to go to the end with either a girl that they think they can pull with or like another dude. Well if only just because if I'm a dude and I have to pick who the jury is picking I might pick another guy thinking that it's, I have, you know, yeah. that a lot of ladies like just come across, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Just, not even like ladies in general, but of the four women left, I would probably, if I were one of the dudes want to bring any of the guys with me over the ladies, just for my own chances of winning. I mm -hmm. think. So. That's, I mean, I'm just, yes. are you ready for some do you, tribal? Do you have any other notes? I have a note from tribal. Matt kind of come, come, comes across like this, like conspiracy theory, uncle, just like <laughs> two, even Bennett mentions that he's got like three plans at once. I think, yeah, he is just like too much. That's another, you don't want to be throwing out a bunch of different avenues. Maybe you want to have like your one thing and you're open to that changing. Matt did have one thing. Matt only wanted mm. Billy out. Yeah. But had to like he had craft to his story it, uh... a little bit while around Billy or TJ or around one of Billy's tight, like tight alliances. And so I really think it's Bennett kind of twisting this idea a little bit that yeah, Matt's kind of yeah. all over the place when it's like, I think that's fair. That's Matt wanted Billy out. Matt never swayed from wanting either TJ or Billy out. He desperately wants to split up that pair and he is standing behind For the that. Most, yeah, you're right. You're right. Unless Billy or TJ is part of that conversation. True. Hmm. I, Jackie, you're just on it. You know what's going on. Matt wants redemption. So let's slide in and try. <laughs> yes. Um, it is Algonquin's first time at tribal as a new tribe. Yes. For most players, it is only their second time at tribe. I think it's because, um, each tribe like went to tribal once or something and then they shuffled. And then the last two times the other tribe has gone to tribal or something like that. So yeah, for most players or all of them, it's only their second time at tribal overall. Totally. They mostly talk about, um, just the insanity of the last 10 minutes and all the scrambling going on and. There is this moment where Matt is talking about how he feels confident in his alliance. <laughs> and Sarah has this like, oh, my goodness, Jim Halpert from the office. Look to camera, make an ex like a reaction. Ugh. Oh, puller collar. Like and then look away just as Matt's like turning to look at her. I don't think he got a wind of it at all. No, I don't think so. But in it's funny that sometimes production or the editors will like zoom in on a person's face none of that going on here very subtle but sarah definitely like oh god here's like, matt giving pitching himself to the tribe and i know matt's about to go home well and i think sarah was also somewhat on the fence about sending matt home 
But listening to Matt talk, I think there was that like, mm, yep, nope, bye. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm doing it. You made me a hundred percent reframe my perception of Matt at the end of this episode because I think Bennett did kind of pull the wool over my eyes. I think you're correct. It's good strategy on Bennett's part to like align even that group that he's talking to. But you're right. Matt really, he had the thing he was going for, the thing he was advocating for, and didn't really waver from that. Because wasn't it Bennett, Kai, and Matt coming over from the Orange Tribe? Like, they were the trio. I think so. They were the trio. So I think, honestly, this is Bennett's way of, like, putting the blame on Matt to be like, I didn't break my alliance with Matt. Matt was just shaking the boat so much that we as a collective decided Matt needed to go. Totally. Where I feel like, because like. That will be the narrative that comes out. And it's talking about shields and Mm -hmm. using them strategically. Bennett is playing at a high level. Yeah. Even more It's going to get him in trouble, I think. It's either going to get him to the end. Or get him in trouble. Or get him out real quick. Well, and with that, Mr. Probesfeld, let's do it. He says that. He We're says, going right into another fucking, like, challenge, I think. Well, I mean, like, we're the not. Probesfeld, we haven't gotten to the vote yet. Oh. Probesfeld says, let's do it, <laughs> and they go to the vote. Yes. And then, um, so the votes come back. Yes. Um, Matt gets a vote. Billy gets a vote. And Billy looks. He's, like, biting his nails. He looks like he's a nervous wreck. He looks so sad. Mm. He looks like, oh man, I really didn't think it was gonna like be me getting a vote. Well, do you think he's sad at the possibility of himself going home or sad that Matt's about to be blindsided? He doesn't he wanted Matt going yeah. home. Um and then the rest just fall in for Matt. Yeah, then it's all Matt. Don't even gotta read them all. There's so many for Matt. Goodbye, Matt. With your single T. We'll never forget you. He's real, not real. I, he's sad that he did not, that it was a blind side and he didn't get to like figure out why or like what he did to like I can understand get voted that. out. Like it was an endearing moment for Matt at the end of just being like, oh, I wish I could have like realized that this was coming so I could have argued against it a little bit. And I think anyone would want that, right? I agree. Yes. But then as you mentioned, we don't get our standard Jeffrey Probstfeld like Jerry Springer be kind to each other pep talk moment, but we do get a we're going right to a new challenge. This Bet one you're ready. going to be a lot of fun. What a great teaser I for next week! I can't wait. I am like on the edge of my seat for next week. And yeah, I, I have no idea who had that titular moment. I don't remember either. Great episode. I mean, I feel like I say that at the end of every episode of New York, but I I love Survivor New York. I love Survivor New York, too. It's quickly becoming my favorite LRG that we've covered. And it is just, like, great characters, editing on mm, point. Great cast. Great cast. Short, Short for, for Castaways. Cast saves us time. Great editing. Great host. Just shout out to... I mean, they give a shout out to their production at the end. So shout out to uh, at Cody. The, end of the episode, <laughs> the black screen. Just uh, yes, I'm shouting you out because you're our production. I'm talking Survivor New York <laughs> shouts out their production at the end of each episode. So sh- they have a, a black screen that comes up. This is yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you to our production. So shout out to all of the everyone that makes New York possible. You do yes. a great job. Make a w- wonderful show. Host Naomi. 
the cast. Everybody. The sure, state. The castaway. The Hudson River. Yes. Naomi, kindly enough to, re- you know, my horrible... To remind us that, hey, it's the fucking Hudson River, yeah, you, you fucktards. You, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she clearly didn't say that. She's like, oh, yeah, that's the great Hudson River. Right. She's just kind. Yes. That was me in a kind voice. These Midwestern rubes. <laughs> rubes? Okay, it's fine. Um, follow us on Instagram. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, all the things. At INT SurvivorCast on Twitter. Like us. Follow us. Review. Rate. Review. Kai, if, is you've, that got, a shit thing? if you've gotten to this point in the episode, I am tracking your package, and it is it is going to be there anytime. It was lost. They lost it at some point. I don't know if there wasn't enough postage on it. What Probably. was going on? They it would is, just send it back. It has shown back up. I am tracking it. It should be to you anytime. Yes. So that sweet, sweet Boston Rob. It's so funny. It came back up at the same time as you mailing that other package for me like a week ago. So maybe it just needed you back in the system or something. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. Anything else? No, just can't wait till next week. Thank you for listening. We love you guys. We love New York. Check out our wedding watch, because we're getting married in 17 weeks, if you didn't know. We have the winner of Surviving Maine talking about his favorite movie, The Proposal, with us, and it was a blast. It was a blast. If you... If you have a favorite wedding movie... That's on our list, come join us for a wedding movie recap. As a reminder, there's an open invitation. Invitation. Open invitation. There's an open invitation to anyone that is involved cast or crew of survivor new york if you'd like to come on and talk new york or any other survivor content or anything we'd love to have you on anytime we might already be scheduling a couple of you to come on or just one maybe (laughs) maybe i'm just talking to the favorite and you know who you are wink right all right well with that (laughs) With that ominous wink, (laughs) we will catch you next week. Yep. (laughs) Oh, I'm not done. I'm still recording. Ah!